So this is episode number 29. And uh, yeah, it's interesting. It is interesting what's happening to me. And it's interesting what's happening around as well with this new corona legislations hitting up now when we thought everything is done. Which means someone is spending <laughs> and that someone is myself. So someone is spending quite a lot of time by themselves. Mm. So it's even difficult to start a topic or start talking about something without bringing out the negativity or the lack of a better word. And by the negativity, I mean I mean the congestion that one is going through. Congestion of emotions. Of thoughts. Of observations. That seems that one is unable to communicate with others. Because others have different perspectives, right? Different priorities, in that sense. And more and more, if it, it's, it's becoming more and more clear that if we believe different things, that really we cannot be friends. So this is, I think, the topic that is in my hand, like, like friendship. What is really friendship? Because obviously, if we're not in, you know, if we don't share the same beliefs, I mean, we say religion and all that. Like, you know, you can have your own belief, it's fine. But deep down, we don't really care maybe about religion. But we do care about, are you vaccinated or not? Which kind of political party do you belong to, right? And more or less, it's becoming like this for different reasons, right? Even now, when the vaccine is proven not to work as promised, not for whatever virus there is, but, you know, for whatever current situation that's actually work, happening here. So it's not even a matter of safety, but it's a matter of like, okay, this, do I want this person next to me or not? In the sense. It's, it's bringing out a lot of... It's bringing out our... Demand, extreme demand for safety and whatever safety means. Do you know what I mean? It's like, I have a meaning of safety. Like, I have a meaning of safety, and you have a meaning of safety. And as long as those two meanings, hence beliefs, don't meet, then we're a threat to one another. But is it, is it really that? Like, do I have to believe what you believe in order for me to feel safe around you? And this is what I'm saying, that we're not friends. We're not even friends to begin with. Because if we share the same beliefs, what's the point of friendship then, really? We like, we have the same tastes. Uh, 
in a sense, kind of, we can call it also, I believe, same conditioning, same upbringing. I think I expect I expect friendship or someone to look for that in the first place, you know, in our communication even. For friendship to be the one and only thing, the priority, right? The, the, what, the only thing when it comes to human relationships. When it comes to us, that's the one and only thing to me personally. But it seems that it's not. There is being a good person and being a bad person, right? Being ethical or not. There is there are so many things broken down into qualities of what make a human being a human being. So there is there is this, that, and the other. Again, we said like there is being a good person, being funny or not funny being interesting or not, valid or not, serious or not, and the degrees and the topics and all that kind of stuff. While in comparison, friendship is none of those things, really. And even you can say like communication, friends, friendship is also about communication, but also I don't know if it's about communication because there is a certain way that I communicate. I communicate in this way and I use this language and not just the, you know, the intellectual language, but actually also the, uh, the emotional language. And all these things make up, make all of us. And as a result, you have people calling other people friendship which which is matter just a, it's a it's a, a very nice case of compatibility and so far it's like i'm telling myself okay what the, what the hell of course it's about compatible what did you expect the whole thing five steps to get this 10 steps to get that look for those 10 things in a partner all that checklist and compatibility Well, friendship, I think I would just say being open. Being open for the sake of being open. But let's not talk about the other. Let's keep talking about that. Like Just like whatever friendship I am is a set of circumstantial factors that are bringing us together. But in my own case, for me to feel safe, you need to be my friend. And I need to be your friend. In a sense, we need to be friends. Like the quality, I need to be a friend, not your friend, but also a friend, not also. I need to be a friend. So you would feel safe around me, and I feel safe around you. So for that sense, I expect you to be a friend. Not that you, I don't expect you to be a good person. or bad, or whatever, like, this, you know, generous, and all these kind of qualities, that my quality of life and lifestyle would improve in the presence of, 
Well, really, what does it mean? What does it mean to be a friend? Maybe we can ask that.
So what does it mean to be a friend, right? I don't know. And it feels comfortable to say that I don't know. Because this assumes, if I do know, that means that I'm a friend and you don't, and you are not. Or I'm not a friend, and because, you know, you are being a friend. So I guess whatever kind of answer one gives, an answer, an answer of knowing, it's not going to lead us anywhere. Anyone new to see something new. So it's pointless to ask the question. Why am I asking that question? What does it mean to be a friend? Hmm. I mean, it was asked originally to point out how shitty people are. Other people, of course. But now, for some reason, it's like, I'm not being a friend as well. Trying to defend myself the whole time is like, oh, but I've listened a lot or I've done this, I've done this a lot or I've done that a lot. And by now, you know, things should be set already. Measuring and and it seems that whatever friendship there was in question in my head at least, it was a matter of feeling safe feeling comfortable in my surroundings. And I think that's also what I said in the beginning, you know, for friendship. So I would feel safe around you and you would feel safe around me. So apparently, friendship is safety. That's how I think. And of course, not safety. I mean, in this sense, it's such a heavy topic. Safety. What does it mean to be safe? To understand, no? Psychologically, safety is to understand. For me, apparently. I guess so. Being shocked or going against whatever one thinks 
one way or another is a hint of insecurity. So I believe in something or I agree on something. With you, we agree on something. And then as a result, that thing is not met or that belief is not met. Then there is this feeling of insecurity. And with it comes along everything. You know, all the egotistical qualities, separation and aggression and, you know, the whole thing. So, I would say what does it mean to understand in relationships? Not what do we understand from a contract or what do we understand from something technical, but what what does it really to what does it really mean to understand? Clarity. That's clear enough. Clarity. Subjectivity. So it is like the answer, like to understand is, uh, doesn't mean anything if my method of understanding or my approach to understanding is to, you know, like a standard of what is righteous, again, a standard of what is good and bad. being refined and keeping refined and refined in isolation of course in isolation yeah in isolation because whenever this understanding the initial understanding one has once that is jeopardized or threatened I'm instantly in a, uh, separated from the other Instantly, I'm not a friend. I'm the other is instantly an enemy or a threat, someone who's disrespectful or uh, whatever, someone you don't want around, at least for the time being. And as an act of good gesture, you maybe be diplomatic or something like that. To communicate, you know, being again, being a good person, not being a friend. So I don't know what being a friend means, but for sure uh, the element of separation is not present when friendship is. Friendship, when it's friendship is present, the ego is not.
It is often that friendship has lots of requirements. But actually it seems now quite the opposite that friendship is so hard to be because there is so much there are so many requirements around so many expectations and things either the negative or the positive you know either more or less So I guess where does this leave us? Living in a hostile world really living in a hostile world doesn't matter which approach it is but in an environment where aggression is and I'm not see it doesn't even need to be explicit it's just the whole energy whole complexity of the ego What am I to do living in a hostile environment?
Sir, living in a hostile world means that a world that demands your freedom. Living in an environment that has needs, that needs to be fulfilled primarily. A world that is based on survival. And survival only. Means that it's a world based on pleasures. Don't get me wrong, this environment could be external and internal. That's almost everywhere, including in myself. What does it mean to exist in such a way? What does it mean to be hostile, to be aggressive, to be selfish? Including the good qualities of what does, you know, being good or whatever, this having a club, you know, club that I don't belong to or a club that or a club that I belong to or a club that I want to belong to or a club that I don't want to belong to how is one to be free in a hostile environment free to be You know, to commune, to interact without demands. Without being afraid, actually. Without being afraid of hurting another. Not because hurting another is bad, but because if I hurt you, I don't. You know, the ramifications could be huge. Actually, if I hurt you, if you're prone to be hurt, then that's dangerous already. So what I'm saying is like, what am I to do with someone and with an environment that is so sensitive not in the holistic sense sensitive, but in an environment where there is clear boundaries in that sense. Or not clear boundaries as much as rigid boundaries. Rigid beliefs, rigid needs, rigid agenda, rigidness basically. pride and all that and I'm there maneuvering trying to get what I want as well 
but in a different way maybe being manipulative in that sense overly nice overly sensitive understanding showing the good qualities of generosity whatever just to transform maybe the person in front of me but then there is nothing to change really because this need to change is not different from it's not it's not different in, a, in any way actually i say it is very hostile in its own right that is if one actually sees it as manipulation so you have the aggressive hostility and have the passive aggressive hostility all trying to change what is and what is is never met really it seems that this demand for superficial change this almost need for superficial change basically a change that is observable and a measurable change this need for it this demand for it where is this need what what's going on there
Is it entertainment? Entertaining, distracting, that which I think is important actually is a distraction from which from what actually is important and not just important but I would use the word crucial crucial for this organism crucial for this being I'm not trying to be spiritual or something but I just don't want to use the word me in that, way, in that sense because that sense that me is the one who's clear about their needs, you know, like I want this, that in those specific ways. But this demand for superficial change, which means measurable change, exact, precise change, and the seeking of that change in that particular sense in human relationships. It's a distracting change. It's a distracting element from that which is crucial. Because that which is crucial is immeasurable. Almost always. Actually, always. Every time the particular mind wants to kind of localize it huh? make it uh, one's own uh, truth one owns uh, reality but it almost it never failed to show the dishonesty of that Of course, the demand for things to change superficially or to stay superficially as they are are two sides of the same coin. And I'm looking at my side of the coin as much as the side that is bothering me now. It's like, let's let let's let, let there be no changes around or let there be so many changes around. It's all hinting at the superficial level, measured level. See, the thing is, like, <laughs> there is this need, okay, what else is there? But actually, that just by itself is shocking. I think these breaks of musical breaks are really important for one to really go with the question and look at, you know, look beyond the measured, the known. So if I've seen the pattern, or I'm seeing the pattern, 
cannot do anything actually now. I am helpless when it comes to my state. One is unable to do anything. Maybe music.
clear now. One's being is clear, but clear about what exactly? I don't know. I mean, I think there things have been explored. We did start with friendship, and what is it? What is it, and what is it not? And hostility, superficial change, distracting from the, you know, whatever, what actually is important. Was it the demand things for change, Dema demanding things to change, or demanding things to stay the same? And one's self has been encountered. I don't know if I could use the word met. Because I don't know if I met myself fully or not. I guess there is a question of honesty here. or a need for honesty I am indeed speechless at the moment Maybe that which is superficial is recognizing itself. Whatever is underneath is, as we said, immeasurable. So there is no words to express it at the moment. And maybe the next session will be a different one. Hmm. See you next time. Thank you.